Ah, happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be breaking down week number three in the XFL. And we're going to do our predictions for week number four. We're also going to give out our game balls for players that exceeded expectations in week number three. I'm, of course, your host, David On Point. Hoping right there is Mr. TJ Hopkins, my co-host. Uh, also, if you're looking for consistent content on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Prime Sports World is a pretty good place to hang out. So please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we go live basically every single day, including a twofer for today, uh, depending on how long this episode is up taken, uh, because we're going to talk about some combine stuff, because some players really performed well in the, at the combine uh, over the weekend there in Indianapolis. We're going to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about let's. And, uh, if you haven't missed this live, I'm going to share the streaming service. So if you want to check us out over there, uh, you can go ahead and do that as well. It's shared into the chat on all the major platforms. Uh, happy Monday, TJ. Um, I had a uh, Jersey Mike sandwich for dinner. And I don't know if you've ever had Jersey Mike's, but man, that is fire. <laughs> it's all right. It's not. It's all. I'm, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. What, what do you What do you think is right. better? If you're going to get a sandwich from somewhere else, where where is who's better than Jersey Mike's? I don't know. I don't have time to think of it right now, but Jersey Mike's is all right. Man, I I, I think you're you're off on this, man. Sure. Go ahead. Right, I, I, I will respectfully disagree with you on this. Uh, just the way me and you respectfully disagree about almost everything. Yeah, just about yeah. Yeah, just about. Uh, I was uh, so. Let's talk about week number three in the XFL. Really good football on the field this weekend. Uh, outside of you know the Guardian game, which actually was a defensive struggle. Um, but if you uh, if you enjoy watching good football, this provided it for you, didn't it? That it definitely was it. Ten to nine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, every every yeah, every game was every game was fairly competitive. Like, kudos to man. This was, if you wanted to watch some good Saturday uh, spring football this week was definitely the week to do it. Uh, I'm still going to sit here on my soapbox and be like NFL, uh, ESPN. Man, you guys got to do better about your, like, I can't get box scores on your website. Like, how long is it going to take for this to be fixed? Like, are they just never going to have it? Like, I don't get it. I don't know. It's it's so frustrating that I have to go to, like, another medium in order to get box scores for games that you broadcast on your network. Like, do better. <laughs> You know, instead of spending like you know five thousand years talking about Luka Doncic and uh, Devin Booker on first take this morning, how about you talk about how you're going to fix your product on the XFL? <laughs> you're uh, not wrong. Yeah, I'm not wrong. Uh, let's get you're into it. Right, get into it. Let's talk about the first game. We got the Sea Dragons uh, coming back from behind and beating the Vipers as Josh Gordon scored was the game-winning touchdown uh, from Ben DiNucci, uh former Dallas Cowboy, uh, 26 and 37 for Mister Nucci, uh, 377 four tutties. Uh, he also had one pick. Uh, looks like uh, over 100 yard rushing for Morgan Ellison. And as I mentioned, Josh Gordon had a monster game here. Six catches for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Blake Jackson also had a touchdown, along with uh, Jawan Green. Uh, on the other side of this for the Vipers, uh, Brent Huntley got the start, played the mm-hmm. entire game, 13 of 28, 224, two touchdowns. He also led the team in rushing. Uh, their leading receiver was Jeff Bandit, uh, who had a touchdown, all along with John Lovett. I'm still super unfamiliar with these names, so I'm trying here. Uh, but, yeah, those are the guys. That's what happened. Uh, the yeah, CLC Dragons were down. Uh, they come back and win the game. Um, mm-hmm. This is a, was a very entertaining football game. It was. I legit thought Seattle was – I just thought they was trying to blow it. I every time they score, they go for three, and 
I I I get the aggressiveness. I I understand that. that that's probably the um, the moniker that they that that they want for their team. Like you know, if we give up a touchdown to the Seattle team, they're gonna go for three. The issue that they have is that's the lowest percentage. Like that's the lowest conversion. Like I don't think I think they missed on every single one of them. The other like that that game. Even when they took the lead, like even when Josh Gordon caught the what what ended up being the game when the touchdown, they went for three on that. They didn't get it, and it's like, yo, what are you doing? Like the announcers were like, I just don't get well, it. I, well, I mean, if you if you get three there, you go up by a full touchdown. So I okay. mean, the the math makes sense. Again, it doesn't, and it doesn't really change a lot. Like either you're up by seven or up by four. I mean, you still need a touchdown. Vipers would have still needed a touchdown. Again, it's but it's why 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 like why run that? You it did it wasn't working the whole game. You kept going for three point conversions. You didn't get either one of them. You like you, you didn't get any of them. So why I I again I understand it. That's that's the nature that that's that that's the kind of team you want to be, but. After like the first three, it's like, all right, um, maybe go for one, maybe go for two, but the three point conversion is it's not going this week. It's not working. I mean, I, yeah, I, don't, I you know, I, you would like to see, you would like to see them make better decisions, uh, but you know, you can't argue with the results. They ended up winning the game. Um, this uh, yeah. yeah, this is a, this is a good game, but entertaining uh, all the way through. Uh, ben DiNucci looks like he, it's clear that he played in the NFL. He's really has a <laughs> A really good grasp for the for the, this play calling and Josh Gordon was awesome in this game. Just was, yes, was. yeah, he was. And so, like, I, I was messed with you in the group chat. Like, were you happy with the mic, the hot mic censorship? Were you happy? Like, did yeah. did, did, did that make you feel better? Yeah, I, dude. I I know. I, I probably I, I know it's in the minority. I, I I get it. I just I don't need to. I don't necessarily. I don't just don't need to hear swearing on it. Like, if I'm watching football, I don't need to hear it. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What do you like? Like, how do you you play basketball? Like, what do they? What do you say at the gym? Like, what is being said at the gym? Good pass, buddy. That's what, that's how y'all talk. I, I don't that's talk how a lot, dude. I ain't say I'm, you. I, I let my game do my talking. I don't need to do nothing. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to say nothing. <laughs> like, I ain't say you, but like, like, like but your counterparts. What are they saying? Yeah, good, good people, pass. people, people do swear. I, I just, you know, if I'm, I, I, but I, I, I don't enjoy listening to people swear. I just don't. I, I, it's I know, good pass, I, buddy. Yeah. Nice shot, a, pal. A little pat on the back, a little high five, a little action. Yeah. Jesus dude. Christ. But I think the I think the Vipers, I, I hope they found the answer at quarterback. Brett Hundley had a hell of a game. Right yeah. now with Vegas, you have to figure out how to close games because you were up pretty big in this game and you let Seattle climb their way back in. And um I also we also found out why their stadium sucks. They play on the baseball field. Sucks. Yeah, they they were up by two touchdowns in this game and ended up losing. So um, they they allowed the final fifteen points of the game. Yeah, that's no. Can't, can't have it. Can't have it. <laughs> uh, so they're only up six. Uh, I still think that they're you know the greener pastures will be there for the Vipers. They'll get better. And uh, yeah, yeah, their home field their home field is just not good. So so are they zero and three. They're all in three, correct? All in three. 
Yeah, they got, they've quite the, dug themselves quite the hole. Uh, moving on to the next game, which is probably one of the better games of the entire weekend, is DC Defenders crowd uh, was really electric in this game, really showed up. Um, you know, they did the whole beer snake, which I, I kind of like a lot, actually. Uh, they end up winning the game 28-34. to 34. Um, mm-hmm. On their side of the ball, uh, Jordan Tiamo uh, was solid here. Uh, Derek King also had a touchdown. Uh, Jordan Tiamo touchdown. Abraham Smith, leading rusher. Uh, Lucky Jackson, leading receiver. Uh, Chris Blair and Ethan Wolf had receiving touchdowns for the defenders. On the Battlehawk side of this, AJ McCarron, uh, 26 of 42, 262, four touchdowns and two interceptions. The former Cincinnati Bengal, Brian Hill, leading rusher, 13 carries with 32 yards. Uh, Keith Butler, leading receiver for the Battlehawks, nine catches for 105 yards and touchdown. Brian Hill, Jake, Jake Sutherland, Stephen Mitchell all had touchdowns for the Battlehawks as they fall and Drop from the ranks of the undefeated DC Defenders, three and zero, still undefeated. Um, I am a little bit disappointed that the Seahawks, Seahawks, Battlehawks lost this game um, because I did want to see them be undefeated for their first home game. As selfishly, because I just think the crowd there is going to be electric, but I think it will be regardless. I don't yeah. think this is going to. I don't think this, this is going to hurt the hype that much. Yeah, I think about it. this is Seattle's. Like this is football back in Seattle for the first time since. The Rams left for L.A., whatever year that was. So it's been, what, the better part of a decade? A little bit no. coming up on a decade? No, the Rams haven't gone that long, have they? A Think about it. Think no. about it. I'm going to have to look that up. Look it up. It's been a while. I don't, I don't think it's been a decade, though. So 220, hold on. Anyway, just continue. I'll, I'll 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 get this. I'll figure it out. Anyway, but until that's until St. Louis has their home game, DC has the best. They have the best home field. They have the the clear home field advantage. Like this is two games they've had at home, both electric crowds, and it's definitely spearheaded both of their wins at home. So it's uh, been it's been six years only. It's been six years. Oh, it's coming up on a decade. Same thing. It's a long time. Uh, okay. has a long time. Right, like it's it's still that's still a long time to not have football in your city. That's true. It's true. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the turnover battle in this game is what kept it intriguing because St. Louis would turn the ball over, and then a couple yeah. pl- no, like DC four, turned four, it over. Four, four, four turnovers for the Battle Hawks. Three turnovers for the defenders. Uh, DC turned I it actually, I actually like the fact that the XFL does not have a lot of penalties while you watch a lot of their games. These two teams DC turned the ball penalties. over. DC fumbled the ball on two consecutive drives. Yeah. And it led to um, what did it, it led to a touchdown on the first one, and then St. Louis missed a 53-yard field goal on the next one. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, like, like it, 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 it was wide right, one close. Was not, it was close. not real, not close. <laughs> I mean, like, buddy, like, so buddy had the distance. He, he got the leg for, it, but the accuracy was just. just there, there, was a, there, there, there was another kick in the Roughnecks game that was really not close for like fifty-three yards. I actually think that's like one of the things, like for the XFL, like the kicking game, like kicking field goals, because you don't kick extra points, so you don't kick on a regular basis anymore in that league. I think the kicking game really suffers because you never really build up a. I don't even know if kickers have a rhythm or like a rhythm or you know some kind of rotation that they're into, but like, I'm sure kicking like a field goal once every couple games is really not good for their mechanics or just 
And you also don't know when they, like how often, how often they practice kicking for that matter, like to your yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's been eight years. They left in 2015. It's 2023. That's eight. That's eight years. Better part of a decade. Like coming up on a decade. Come on, David. But that two-minute that, that two drive the Battle Hawks had, but right before the half, where it was McCarran to Hakeem Butler, it was the Hakeem Butler show. That was beautiful. That was that was Hakeem Butler saying, I'm 6'5", whatever. Y'all can't stop me. And that's exactly what it was. Like It was three big chunk plays, and then Hakeem Butler for the touchdown literally just ran a quick slant and boxed out his defender. He's just like, you made it look I'm, easy. Didn't he? I'm like, he's like, I'm 6'5". <laughs> You're not getting around me. And DC answered that coming out of the half, and they got up a little bit. Like they had a scare at the, they had a scare in the fourth where they fumbled on like the one, off of an off a off of a insane interception with like twenty eight seconds left. Man, you want to talk about insane interception? That one in that Roughnecks game. Yeah, we'll get to it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if you seen it yet, but dude, it is wild. It. <laughs> so nice. Like I don't I even know it. how he. I don't, I don't know how he got it. <laughs> I saw it and. They what they scored right there. They went for two. They got the two. They made it to find the score. It's like they they remain the only team, the Battlehawks, to convert a fourth and fifteen. So they tried to do it again, and AJ McCarron gets sacked. Game over. Um, I I'm a, I, I agree with you. I think the game next week in Seattle in Seattle in St. Louis should still be electric. Whether they were. I think it would be electric whether they were 3 and 0 or 0 and 3. Like I'm yeah. so serious. Like it's I just want to know where they're going to play. Like where in St. Louis are they going to play? Is oh, that, is that I, I, they're playing in the dome. Is that still standing? Yeah. That, that's, is it? that's what they're playing, all right? I, I think so. Yeah. And cuz like you always think about stuff like that like when a team relocates or they get a new stadium what happened? Like, usually, the dome, at, the dome at American Center. All right, because usually, like when teams get a new stadium, they tear the other one. I mean, eventually, yeah, <laughs> eventually, unless you know stuff happens, like in Minnesota, yeah, this, where they're, they're playing, they're playing at the stadium where the Rams used to play. All right, I just wonder what's been going on with that stadium because you know, not a lot's probably been happening there, so. All right. Yeah, it's, so yeah they're playing. They're playing there. Um, it should be electric. Should yeah, be fun. Be, they, they opened up uh, like a second, like the opening, the top part of the dome because they sold out all the stuff underneath. So yeah. Oh wow. It's, it's, oh yeah. You you did say that. You did say that. Yeah. It's, like, it's gonna be. It's gonna be electric. It's gonna be incredible. Like when so. you look at the defenders, are you surprised at the three and no? No. 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 I think yeah, they have some. They have good quarterback play. I'm actually a little bit surprised because Jordan Tiamo hasn't been lights out. Like his completion percentage is still pretty low. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been served. But I've been running the football, and they play the best defense probably in the league. Not so much in this game because they did give up a lot of points and yards. But well, I I I do like the I do like their quarterback system, like the two the two quarterback system because one uh, this is why I always preach having quarterbacks that have the same playing style. Jordan Sayamu and De'Ari King are both mobile quarterbacks, so you can run that read option 
offense with both of them, and they definitely used it to their advantage. Yep. And <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's definitely a way to keep defenders on edge and be like, all right, what's coming? Uh, moving on to the final, the second uh, second game on Saturday or on Sunday, actually, uh, we got the Arlington Renegades going, welcoming the Orlando Guardians to come out with the victory ten to nine as they came back in the fourth quarter to win this game. Um, and, you know, Paxton Lynch probably his best game um, as a Guardian by far. Uh, I think they probably found their starting quarterback. I think he played well enough to, to, to seal up this Keep role. It. Yeah, uh, 19-31, 219 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he was also the team's leading rusher. Cody Latimer, former Denver Bronco, who actually has a Super Bowl ring. Uh, six catches for 66 yards. On the Renegades side of this, uh, Kyle Slaughter got the start after the kid from Ball State got benched. Um, he did lead the game-winning drive, 18-23, 124 yards and a touchdown. Devon Smith, leading rusher for 18-49. And then Tyler Vaughn's leading receiver for the Renegades, 5-39 for 39 and a tutty. Okay, so yeah, Orlando is like dead last in this league in scoring. They haven't scored more than 12 points in any game. They've scored a grand total of 33 points across three games. Not ideal. Like no, to your point, like to your point, the offense looked better this game, but they had a couple fumbles on drives, which took away points or took away opportunities, I should say. And while Obviously, you, you, you try to look at the silver cloud, the silver lining and everything, and it's, while we look better, we did look better, but we still have things to work on, a lot of things to work on. And you lost a game where your defense gave up 10 points. Three points all the way up until the fourth quarter. Three points all the way up until the fourth quarter. Like, come on! Uh, you can't you can't ask your defense to play any better. No, I mean they they they, they played very good football here. The Guardians defense did, uh, being on the field as much as they were. Um, you would have liked to have seen them maybe you know do a little bit more on offense. But yeah, their defense played really well in this game. Uh, yeah. Looks like they they combined for uh, let's see, hold on, uh, two sacks only. Uh, they had six tackle for loss, um, and they had you know. T- they, they, they played a pretty solid game on the defensive side of the ball, obviously, because they only gave it one touchdown. I, I don't know what more needs to be said. I, Paxton Lynch, uh, your best game and your best game in the XFL so far, and you ran for a touchdown and you didn't throw one. It was, you didn't throw for it. And I, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, obviously, it's the first season. The only way you, The only way to go from here is up. For the Guardians, yeah, I mean, you can't, got, you can't, you can't, knock on wood, it can't get much worse. You got is this three weeks down? You got seven more to go. You're not out of it yet, but if you lose next week and you start off zero and four, yeah, it's I think it's cooked. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, to the final game, which is probably one of the pretty entertaining. Uh, at least the first half was very entertaining. We got the San Antonio Brahmas uh, going into Houston, taking on the Roughnecks, falling thirteen to twenty-two. On the Brahma side, Jack Cohen uh, really struggled in this game. Really inefficient, eight of twenty for sixty-four yards, a touchdown and a pick. The crazy thing is, like as wildly inefficient as he was, like they were still in this game for like all the way up until like the midway point through the third quarter. Like mm-hmm. they they just could have just put together some drives and got some points. Like they could have turned this game around real fast. They just could never get the offensive going. Uh their leading rusher was uh 
Patrick, eight catches, eight carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Lise Mack, uh, I think he's a tight end, three catches for 27 yards uh, for him. On the roughneck side, offense much more efficient. Uh, Brandon Silvers continues to probably be the best player in the in the XFL, in my opinion, at quarterback at least. Uh, 24 of 35, 278, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Cole McDonald did come in and throw one pass, three yards. Uh, Max Borgie caught a nasty injury but fought through it. Uh, 15 carries for 75 yards. And Chantre Kirkland, man, had a – Boy, did he have a game. That one catch, uh, that, I don't know if you see the catch that he had in this game. Uh, six catches for six, 77 yards and two touchdowns. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, what, uh, Al, Al, was it Eugene Harris? The interception that he had during this game was just insanity. Like, I, I'm not sure how he caught it. <laughs> he just took it. Just yeah, yeah, like yeah, but it was like like it was a wild interception. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and watch it. It, it is a really cool football play. And I saw it. Like no, not you, not you. It's just general. Other people. It's yeah. If you haven't seen it, I don't know how you haven't. It should be all over social media by now. Uh, yeah, dude, he just took he just took the ball from him. and again, San Antonio. Great start. You had a 55-yard kick return. Then you marched down what was left of the field on your first drive. Boom. Touchdown. Seven. Uh, yeah. Then you go for one. Seven nothing. Then all of a sudden, Houston gets the ball, and it's, yeah, we're not looking back. <laughs> like, outside, like, legit, outside of that first game, I mean, first game, outside of that first drive, San Antonio struggled to move the ball. 100%. And, and – <laughs> And for what it's worth, this is, what, 22 points? This is the lowest scoring game the Roughnecks have had in three weeks, the first three weeks of the season. They've been putting up points galore. And, yeah, so if I'm saying I tell you, I'll look at this like I held the what's arguably the best team in this league to just 22 points. And, and only, and they only allowed one touchdown after halftime. Or they didn't even allow a touchdown after halftime. Nobody, only there was only one touchdown in this game scored after halftime. Like and they San Antonio scored it. Yeah, like your your defense played as well as you could have, given how inept your offense was during this game. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's just a what you call it a reflection on Heinz Ward. We already know where Heinz Ward comes from. Pittsburgh, like, yeah, that's that's that Steeler. He's literally trying to recreate his version of the Pittsburgh Steelers in San Antonio. Now it's gonna take a while. Don't oh, take a the minute. Colors. They got the color scheme right. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> sort of. Hey, but yeah. Oh, the running. What's the running back? Kalen. Uh, is it Balage? Did he play? Kalen Balage. Yeah, he's uh he played in the NFL for a while. Uh, Jacko is Patrick is the guy who actually had the lead. Had got the touchdown in this game. Actually, was more effective as the running back for the Brahmas. Hey, he is what you call. Hey, they, they ain't no Jerome Bettis, um, Hines Ward, but I mean, but hey. Jack Cohen wildly inefficient in this game. I, yeah. I think you know you need to figure out a way to get him into easier sets. Get or, you know get give him some easy completions. Like get him used to the offense a little bit. Um, you know because he just seemed a little bit out of sorts even from the beginning of the game. Oh, no, um, and it, then, like outside of that first drive, it was yeah. it was like, yo, what am I watching? It was it was a, it was like, what am I watching? I have no yeah. issue with. I mean, I they, they, no, yeah, they punted on every possession besides like two. So yeah, I have I have no worry about the roughnecks. No, me I, either. 
I have no, I have no worry about the Roughnecks. I, I think they're gonna be fine. Yeah. I think, uh, I have to. I, no, they are definitely in uh, two different um, divisions. I, I don't know how no, to break No, 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 no. They, they are, they're in the same division. It's the South, which is the Roughnecks, the Brahmas, the Renegades, and the Guardians. And then in the in the North is Seattle, St. <laughs> Louis. Vegas and DC. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if, if if push comes to shove, right now, if there was to be a championship game, it would be DC versus Houston, and that would be that would be entertaining. I would. Yeah, we're getting a little <laughs> bit ahead of ourselves, but uh, yeah, that would be it would be quite the quite the spectacle. And I think you know we'll see what ends up happening down the stretch here. Let's talk about game balls. Uh, who is getting your game ball for week number three, Mr. Hopkins? Ben DiNucci. I think he had the first 300 three hundred yard passing game of the season. He was. Ben yeah. Game like touched Game winning touchdown to Josh Gordon. We all saw it. Comeback effort. We all saw it. Yeah, Ben DiNucci gets my game ball. John Trey Kirkland, six catches, 77 yards, two touchdowns. With that one catch he had where he had like basically took it from the defender was insane. Um, and then, you know, I got to give a shout out to uh, uh, Gene Harris, uh, his interception in that game too. Like two just great catches, one on the offense, one by the defense. Just uh, overall, kudos. Let's move to week number four, man. We're already at week number four of the XFL. That is going by like that. Uh, so we got two yeah, Saturday night it. games, uh, two Saturday night games this week, uh, including one that starts at like 10 o'clock. So it's like a legit primetime game. Um, so yeah, let's talk about uh, week number four. First game, Roughnecks, the undefeated Roughnecks going into Orlando and taking on the defeated Guardians. TJ, next game. <laughs> I'm also taking the Roughnecks as well uh, <laughs> to the prime time game with the 10 p.m. kickoff. I like that a little bit actually. I think mm-hmm. the NFL should do that on Saturday night. Uh, we got the one and two Brahmas going into one and two Sea Dragons. Sea Dragons coming off their first victory of the season. Brahmas coming off getting the getting beat by the Roughnecks. Who do you got winning this game? Promos, Sea Dragons. I am curious Saturday as to how, I'm curious as to how Saint, uh, San Antonio defends what has shown to be a high-powered Seattle offense. When Ben DiNucci is clicking and Josh Gordon is getting open and uh, I can't think of the other receiver's name. It's escaping me. But they have a solid one-two punch at receiver. Seattle does. I'm curious as to how St. San Antonio defends this Seattle team. That being said, I like Ben DiNucci. Uh, Jacor Pearson. Is that him? Yeah, number three, oh. seven catches for 99 yards in the last game. They also have uh, Jordan Vesey, who's a uh, number 88, four for 63. And then Blake Jackson, I think, is their tight end. It's, five for yeah, four. It's, it's, it was the first guy. Yeah. So I am um, – that being said, I like Ben DiNucci more than I like Jack Cohn. Um, give me this. Give me Seattle. I'm also gonna take the Seattle. Uh, I just, yeah, I have not liked what I've seen out of Jack Cohen at all. Um, so, uh, from Saturday into Sunday, we got the Renegades going into St. Louis and taking on the Battle Hawks. Uh, Battle Hawks coming off losing their first game of the season. Renegades coming off. Uh, what are they? They won last week. Right, so, two and one. Uh, they, yep, they're both two and one. Uh, this is Seattle. Yeah, this is St. Louis's home opener. I'm rolling with yeah. St. Louis. I'm taking them. I think they're. I'm I think rolling. that crowd's going to be electric. Oh uh, yeah, I'm rolling with St. Louis. I I 
I'm gonna watch this game. I want to see this atmosphere. I want. I gotta I'm, see I'm, it. I'm, I'm I looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm telling you, I cannot wait to see what the fans, what the stadium looks like, what the fans are like. Because uh, that DC Defender game was pretty rowdy, was a pretty rowdy crowd. Uh, I expect it to be even more so in St. Louis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. To the final game of the weekend, primetime Sunday night football. We got the defeated Vipers going into DC and taking on the undefeated Defenders. TJ. JC. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm also taking. I'm also taking the defenders as well. Um, the defenders just seem like a, such a well-rounded football team right now. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens as we get down the stretch here. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's been our predictions uh, for week number three. Our recap and our week number four predictions uh, when it comes to the XFL season. Uh, keep an eye out for all of our content. We're going to cover the XFL all the way to the very end um, because we're all in on spring football. Me and TJ here. Um, so. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I've been David Huffman right there. This is TJ Hopkins. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And we also have a plethora of streaming platforms. Go check that out as well. <laughs> TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, and everybody should be in on spring football. Everybody. Hey. I, I, it's it's I, more I, football. I, 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 got, I got some coworkers that have been at Debbie Downer, so you know, <laughs> they're not all in it. They're not in it, so. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be we're doing our combine conversation here in a couple minutes. So yeah, up an eye for that content. Teach you, I'm gonna fire that up here in a second. Go ahead. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>